Hi, this is Mike. This is Russ. And this is Matt, and you're listening to the Empty Spiral Podcast, the official podcast of the Lacunical community. We are on episode 149, and we're near the end of Black Anima. But I'm getting ahead of myself before we get into that kind of stuff. Uh, so... How are we doing this week, guys? Uh, Mike, how are you? What have you been up to this um, week? I'm good. I'm good, thanks. Um, just just work mainly, um, and not much else. Watching a few films. My uh, my EMP delivery should be with me finally tomorrow, and maybe the book next week that I ordered as well. So mm-hmm. always good. Yeah, I got my EMP delivery today, so I've got um, I got a copy. Uh, what have I got? I've got the purple. Purple EP, and I've got the white uh, Half Life. Yeah, that's what I ordered. They're the ones I ordered. I think I might have more coming, but I, I kind of forget what I've ordered. <laughs> you just sort of order it, don't you? And months go by, yeah. and you get a nice surprise one day. Uh, yeah. yeah, I've got those. So they arrived today, and they're very, very nice. Quite heavyweight, aren't they? So that's kind of cool. Um, Russ, how are you, sir? Well, in the end, is all I can see. Hey, see what I did there? I did see um, what you did there. Yeah, yeah. no, similarly. Similarly, um, I had the EPs turn up today, the um, the purple first EP and the white um, Half-Life, and they have done a fantastic job, this small little indie record plant, because um, the attention to detail of like the sleeves and the inserts and everything, it's probably the best these two EPs had ever looked. Yeah. Have you had a chance to listen to them, though? Are they enjoying that? Uh, I haven't as of yet. They're on my um, listening schedule for tomorrow. So um, My suspicion is they've not been remastered or anything, but it'd be interesting to see what they sound like on See what they sound vinyl. like, yeah. yeah. So. That's, that's an interesting one. How have you been otherwise? Um, yeah, not too bad. Mostly working from home, playing a lot of music. Um, I was supposed to be currently sitting at the airport waiting to fly to Edinburgh for the, uh, the start of the In the Flames tour tomorrow, but... Um, that's obviously not happening, so uh, here I am. So, um, you know, can never complain when we can record a podcast. So, I was going to uh, say, well, we're better off even though Edinburgh Airport isn't. So there see. we go. We, we've won yeah. on that particular The battle. one time, you see, I've actually finally was planning on making it to Edinburgh because I know you've been a, a couple of times, mm-hmm. or quite a few times, and you love it, and everyone that I know that's been there says, oh, it's great. I thought, oh, I'll finally make it this year. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe the next Lacuna Coil tour. Yeah, Edinburgh is lovely. Uh, and, and I've got a love, love, a lot of love for Glasgow as well. But yeah, Edinburgh, they're well, both both good in different ways. So, yeah, interesting. Uh, you been watching any films or anything? Um, not this week. No, I've mostly been binge watching uh, the whole of Friends. Believe it or not. Wow. Okay. <laughs> there you back. go. How about that for a guilty pleasure? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, do you know, we, we, my house went mad on Friends to about season five, six, and then I kind of lost interest. They carried on watching, so I think there's episodes of the last couple of series of Friends that I never watched. If I'm honest, um, but I, to, I had it all on video, which I believe it was back in the days when we used to have videos before DVDs became a big thing. I'll be buying them on videos. Uh, Baby on the bus is still the best episode in my opinion, but there you go. <laughs> I can still almost quote that verbatim because she's got some of the funniest one-liners in. No, in the that. early ones are the best ones. Yeah, they are good. They are good. Every day is lesbian lover day. Classic Ross line. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is not a Friends podcast, but yeah, I, do you know what? It's, I kind of is it on Netflix now. It, it is, is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might have to fire up some of the old episodes and remind myself just just how much fun it can be. 
Yeah, it's a generational thing, isn't it, really? But I think it's finding some uh, some love in the new generation of that as well. That people, it's good comedy um, is universal, I think. And uh, mm. I know it has its naysayers, but I think there's a, a lot of love to be found in Friends. It's, it's a good TV show. Let's talk about the Kuna Coil. Big news this week, I if you call it big news, is that in the US merch store, on the subject of merchandise, um, 20% of the money going to the US merch store is now being donated to the Red Cross to help in COVID-19, which is great. So if you're in the US or in that part of the world where the US is your you know, closest online merch store, then, as it were, uh, then do check out. They've got some new stuff on there. I mean, it's not new, new. We've reported it before. So they've got the new T-shirts and uh, the shorts, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but do check it out um, with the knowledge that not only are you supporting the band at this time where they can't make any money from touring, and they should be out on tour, as you know, uh, but it also helps the um, the Red Cross deal with our pandemic so there's a double reason to be um spending some of your cash if you can spare it of course don't forget you need pasta and bog roll before you, you go buy merchandise and um, cake and cake yes thank and you beer. And, beer. Uh, and okay all right well, we've got all the food groups covered i think so <laughs> beer and cake and toilet roll and pasta there we go those are the, the four of the five necessities for life the fifth of course being lacuna coil so uh, once you've once you've got all those other bases covered, do check out the merch store. Close to home. So last weekend, we some of us got involved in a bit of a sing along. So Amy from Facebook, a, uh, a friend and fellow Lacuna Core fan, came up with an idea that to help everybody that's at home, we should have a little bit of a sing along. So we arranged it and we recorded it, and it was awful, but we didn't <laughs> care. Uh, <laughs> so we we had a bit of a Zoom session. Uh, it's all been managed through a Facebook page, a COVID-19 sing-along Facebook page. And uh, we got about, I think it was over the course of about half an hour, we got about 30 people on. Um, we're hoping for a few more. We had a bit of a sing-along. We sang a couple of songs, didn't we, Mike? Yeah, yeah. It was suitably terrible. Uh, yeah. I tried to make sense of it. So I recorded it and then kind of put it back together again. And then there's a video on um on youtube there's a video on youtube which is hugely embarrassing uh but fortunately you can mostly hear lacuna core singing not our terrible efforts but the <laughs> fact is it was a lot of fun uh it was what i like to describe as a psychologically safe place for us all to be uh, we had a lot of good feedback from fellow fans saying it was just what they needed to to feel part of something again and have a sing sing along with friends so we decided to do it again and we're doing it uh, over this weekend so i suspect by the time this podcast is released, it'll already be out. But don't worry, this will not be the last time we do it. We're not going to record it this time. Um, so if you're looking to become an internet influencer, this is not the place to do it. all right? Because <laughs> you're not going to be influencing anybody to do anything by joining our sing-along, other than perhaps to get singing lessons. Um, but we're certainly we're going to do, uh, I think, three songs we've agreed on over the course of half an hour. Uh, I suspect one of them is going to be Heaven's a Lion. I think we've got a, there's a vote open at the moment to decide what the other two are going to be. Stars. Yeah, stars. I was thinking Shallow shallow End, to be honest. Uh, or Frozen Feeling, just to really Why mix not? it up. Why not? Uh, but I Throwing just, some death metal grounds. Yeah, as long as it's not um, spellbound, I'm okay with it. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Tell yeah. me who you are, Matt. Shut up, shut up, Oh, yeah, I'll completely I'm just, off the I'm track just now. standing here in my room. <laughs> really? You you bloody stay there. That's what I have to say about that. 
Oh god. Yeah, so uh we we kind of kind of planning on it becoming a weekly thing. Obviously it's not exclusive, so if you want to go out with your friends and uh you know get together and sing along to Lacuna Call, then do so. Uh and we would love to find you know, hear from you or if you wanna send us a picture or post something on our Facebook page to say we did it as well, then that'd be amazing because we recognise there's only a hundred people we can get on a Zoom session at any one time. So um, it's not like uh, we're going to be able to accommodate everybody. But we do plan on doing it, you know, for as long as the world is in the strange state it is in. So a long time, I suspect. And it's there just for us to have a bit of fun. Uh, might even do. We have debated about whether or not we should do a bit of a lacunical quiz. Something like that. But we'll see. Um, technology is quite limiting to do large kind of online things like this. At least it is for us. But um, we thought it was hugely successful. A lot of feedback from people saying it really was what they needed, you know, help with mental well-being and a sense of isolation. So uh, look for more. And as I say, we'll post the the link to the Facebook page uh, onto the, um, the, the podcast notes and um, hopefully you can join us. Uh, interestingly enough, Christina loves the idea. By the way, I was speaking to her this week about it and she thought it was amazing. So I, th- I think today she... She sent out a message on one of her stories linking to it as well. So, yeah, really good fun. Anyway, guys, this week we managed to catch up with Jacob from Australia, a fellow Lacuna Core fan uh, who, well, I'm not going to spoil it for you, but we had a good fun finding out how he got into the band and his favourite songs and, of course, how we got to see the band live for the first time. He shared a really cool story with us. And, um, yeah, well, check it out. I'd like to welcome to the Empty Spiral Podcast, Jacob. How are you doing, sir? Yeah, no, I'm not doing too bad. Stuck in isolation, pretty bored, but we got to do what we got to do. And, yeah, the only thing we can do is listen to our music and get through. Absolutely, mate, absolutely. Now, your accent tells me you're on the other side of the world from me. Whereabouts are you from? I, uh, yes, I'm from Australia. So, unfortunately, the band don't travel here too often, but... It's a good little country, and I know that they love it here, and they'll come back as soon as they can. Absolutely. I love the way you said it's a little country. I'm from England, right? <laughs> you could probably <laughs> probably fit us in Tasmania or something. So whereabouts from Australia are you from? So I know that you know, the country's huge. Well, I am actually from Tasmania, funny you say oh, that. Wow. But okay. when I turned 18, I moved to Melbourne. So I'm quite in the centre of music, which is good, because growing up, like... I think it was 2007, Lacuna Coil came down for, oh, what was it for? They were down for some festival, Soundwave or something like that, Mm -hmm. and I missed them, obviously. I was underage and interstate as well, and so many bands, they just get dropped off the radar because Tasmania's so small, so coming to Melbourne when I first I turned 18, I was like, great, let's go out all the time, I can see all these bands, I can do all this stuff, it was... 
a huge change. There's a lot of like bands that can come here, and the the local music scene here is really great as well. That's cool. What sort of music were you originally into then, when you when you um, moved to Melbourne? I've always been into metal of all sorts. Um, I'll listen to pretty much anything metal wise, mostly symphonic metal because I started listening to like Evanescence, Within Temptation, Nightwish, blah blah blah. Yeah. And that's how I found Lacuna Coil. But I have a strong interest for, like, female rock as well, like female-fronted 90s rock. Mm-hmm. So, um, like, The Pretenders, The Divinals, stuff like that, you know? Like, I just find it different. Something that's different, I'll always be into. I'll even sometimes chuck on some pirate metal or something like that. Oh, that's cool. It's, just, good to, it's good to have that kind of diverse taste, isn't it? It gives you different kinds of perspectives yeah, on music. Yeah, well... I'm a chef now, but I did go to university and study sound production. So, like, recording bands, mixing them live, doing producing albums, that sort of thing. So, I've got to kind of have a diverse range of music. Yeah. I mean, one... Yeah, like, one day I had... It was a very quick on-the-go job, and I was like, yeah, I'll do it. And I got to there... And they wanted me to mix this guy, and it was like a rapper, and it's like, well, I've never done this before, but I'll give it a go, and, you know, I, I enjoyed it. So I think music in any form is great. Yeah, I agree with you. So let's talk about Lacuna Core. How did you discover the band? You, you, you mentioned it briefly, but take me through it. Um, going to go back a long time, early 2000s, back in the days of LimeWire. Oh, yes, um, yeah. You remember that? So I download like Evanescence and stuff because I'd hear that on the radio, and I was like, I love this sound. It's female fronted. It's heavy. It's not like all this, you know, Britney Spears, blah blah blah. It's different. It's heavy. And I used to listen to a lot of garbage and stuff. So taking, going from garbage to Evanescence was kind of taking it to the next level. And then I'd literally Google. I can't remember the name of the website. But there was a website where you'd type a band in and it'd say, okay, listen to this, 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 and it'd mm-hmm. give you a list of bands that you'd like. And then Within Temptation come up, Nightwish came up, Lacuna Coil came up, and then I'd just Google and say, you know, most popular song, and then that sort of thing would mm-hmm. come up. So I kind of went back from there, and this was back in the Comalized days, so... The first songs I listened to was Veins of Glass and then I listened to Coma Lies, I think, and Swamped they, and Self-Deception. They were the first four tracks that I ever listened to. Okay. And, and yeah, they're all so different. I was just like, wow, I've never... Like, Evanescence is great music, but it's all the same. But this is this is incredible. What is this? There's... Male vocals, female vocals, the way that they balance each other out. It just like, I was just like, wow, I've never heard anything like this before. So, yeah, I just went on YouTube, started like listening to everything that they had, which now obviously their discography's tripled, I believe. Mm. But I just listened to as much as I could because finding their CDs down here is very, very hard. And. Back in the day, it's not like you could just jump on eBay and just buy it or something like that. It wasn't a thing. So yeah. YouTube was pretty much my only way to listen to them, unfortunately. 
so since then have you developed a particular love for a, a song you know what's your favorite was it back to one of those first four or was it something else that's captured your heart it's kind of a hard question to be honest <laughs> i was thinking about it before the podcast it fluctuates so the ghost woman and the hunter that's always a strong favorite it yep. just it's just a beautiful song so that always stands out to me uh purify um tightrope's always a favorite one mostly to watch live that synchronized head banging is just something i've never seen before which it, that also grabbed my attention with the band um yeah i just kind of listen to all of them um over time and with the heaviness of the band and the flow and everything my favorites will come and go a bit but i definitely would stick to the favorite old ones yeah so yeah like you know comalize that album is probably one of my favorite but i love all of them the same there's not an album that i would not like less it's different but i wouldn't like it any less yeah i know what you mean that diversity in their music i think is is both a blessing and a curse in some respects isn't it because if, if music's all the same then you're gonna get a consistent response from your fans but if your music is diverse yeah. then you're not and some people will fall out of love with you or you know get get bored of the music because it's changed going in a direction you don't want so i i I admire the band because they're not all the same. You know, every album is the same. But I also find with their music, the way they've evolved, new fans jump on board. Like, I've only ever seen them once, unfortunately, which was 2016. And when I saw them, it was a really obscure range of people. There were people, you know, who were absolutely going crazy for the old favourites. But then something would come on from dark adrenaline like people would go crazy for that and then people would go crazy for the new stuff like the fan base wasn't just all us old school fans as i'd say mm. it was people who liked all the different stuff so they might not be into the older stuff but then the new stuff comes on and they really get into it so i find that that the diversity of the band's music is probably something that i admire the most of to be honest. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think that's probably probably the only band that I listen to that I like all of their music, like from the really old yeah. stuff to the really new stuff. And I just, I've got lots of bands I listen to whose music's, music has changed over the decades that have been around. Even you know, bands like Catatonia have got a new album out this week, right? It's very different from some of their earlier stuff. And I prefer a certain era of their music, where, whereas with Lacuna oh, Coil, I like yeah. all of the eras. How about you? Yeah, like Marilyn Manson, I'm a huge old school fan. But then he brings out this new stuff. And I'm like, it's okay, but I'm still going to chuck in my CD player in my car all his older stuff because yeah. it's what I grew to love. Uh -huh. um, but with Lacuna Coil, like, I don't know if it's my obsession for them or whatever it is, something always will draw me in. No matter what it is, I just love every album, every song. There's nothing that they've done that's disappointed me, to be honest. Yeah, I know exactly how that feels, Jake. I completely agree with you. Um, what do you think of Black Anima, the new album? I love that sound. It's like kind of meshing all their albums together, but leaning more towards the Sleep of Right kind of days as well, mm -hmm. which 
so many people don't know about. So people think, oh, this heavier sounds a new sound, but to all us old school fans, it's back to their roots, which yeah. I really like. And I love that they're able to do that because, like you said, it's such a risk. It can either bring more fans or it can lose fans. But, yeah, I dig it. Like, that album's in my car permanently. I've got six CDs in there, and that's the one that just gets played all the time. There is such diversity in that album, and I've said it a few times. It's sort of an album that's 20 years in the making because it does cover all of their eras of music. I mean... Even this week, I've been listening to Through the Flames, which is one of the, the tracks, the special tracks on the that album. Is a, that's a stunning song, I must say. But my absolute favourite off the album would probably be Black Feathers. There's just something... Oh, it's just like, I don't know how to explain it. That song just always catches me. Yeah. yeah it's There's that... so much on there. The uh, the lyrics on Black Feathers just blow me away every time. So simple and effective and evocative. Uh, they, they've really and that's the thing outshone themselves. With, yeah, that's the thing with the band as well. They're not technical all the time or they're not trying to do all this fancy stuff. They're just simple but what they do, it just works so well. Yeah, you mentioned you saw them, what, 2016 you saw them live? So uh, October 2016 was their headliner gig which I believe from memory, it's their first proper gig. They did do, I, I can't remember for sure, but it was a festival and okay. I didn't get to see them, but that was 2007. So this has been seven years since they came down and I was so lucky to be able to go. Like as soon as it got announced, I got a ticket and I was like so, so keen for months and months and I just always, you know, kept on their little updates. Yep. And um, they posted this little video. And I've never been a lucky person in my life, but they posted this video. And they said, you know, share this image around Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever. Tag three people in it, and you could go in the running for a prize. All right, okay. Each, so each state of Australia... They had a first prize was you could meet the band before the show, have a little chat with them backstage. The second prize was you could win a signed poster from them. I've never won anything in my life, and I couldn't believe it. I finished work one night. I looked at my phone. I got a text message from my partner at the time saying, check your Instagram, you've won. And I was like, I've won a poster. Like, that's really cool, but whatever. But I, like, fully wanted to meet them, and I was like, I couldn't believe it, to be honest. I actually dropped my phone on the ground. <laughs> like, it was probably one of the happiest moments I'd had. Like, I was like, fuck. I'd always planned on, you know, trying to stay behind after and meet them, but I was like, wow, they're actually going to be able to dedicate time to just talk to me about whatever I want to talk about. There's not going to be people pushing and shoving and trying to talk to them, like... I can just chat to them as people, and it, it was so awesome. I missed I missed the first two support acts, but I didn't even care. Like, yeah. it, it was just so cool. I got taken in with the security guard, and Mackie was there to greet me at the door, and then he led me upstairs, and the rest of the band were up there kind of just doing their thing. And, 
Yeah, that was that was such a surprise to win that, but it was one of the biggest memories I'll ever have. That is brilliant. That must have felt so surreal. You know, been a, ba- a fan of the band for ten years or so, never ever seen yeah. them live, and then you you win a competition or you know you you win an opportunity to 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 actually have some dedicated time with them and see them. That must have been an amazing amazing experience. It's, it was awesome, and like I'd always planned because when I go to a band. I usually do what a lot of people do. I'll get there, you know, seven hours early, whatever, sit out the front, <laughs> yeah, yeah. try and meet them. And it was cool because the van turned up, Christina and Andy were sitting in the van, and Diego, Marky, and Ryan hopped out. Mm-hmm. They must have been doing, you know, their guitar tuning, sound check, blah, blah, blah. They hopped out, and I was there awkwardly chatting because I'm just not a social person, awkwardly chatting to a group of people that I met before and then I saw them hop out of the the van and I didn't do it in a nasty way but I didn't say anything and I just got up and I just went over Diego and Mucky kind of ran inside I guess that's because you know they were busy but Ryan kind of like took his time so I was like you know what I'm gonna like just do it so I just went up there and I was like hey I won the meet and greet I'll be seeing you guys later tonight it'll be awesome to be sitting out here hearing a sound check, blah, 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 like, a, you know, uh-huh. just had a little quick chat, just let him go on do his thing. And then I sat down, I was like, guys, are you serious? You didn't notice that? Like, they, were, they had no idea. They're just playing their little card games, and I'm just like, guys, they're just here. <laughs> Brilliant. It was strange. Christina and Andy, they stayed in the van, which I assume would have gone to the hospital, uh, not the hospital, sorry, the hotel or something, and they came back later, but it was like, yeah, it was just cool that he stopped and took the time to say hello as well. They are yeah, such approachable a... people as well, that's the thing. So, yeah. So what did you talk about when you when you finally got to meet them all? Well, I brought them a packet of Tim Tams to share. Okay. I brought them two packets. So they're like, kind of like a wafer, not really a wafer. They're like, they're a biscuit coated in chocolate. Gotcha. They're a very big Australian staple. So I brought those in there and Aussies love beer. I know Christina loves beer. So I brought her a little Star Wars thing where you put your beer in it and it plays the theme song. (laughs) So I had that ready to go security guy was like we can't allow food in here i'm sorry i was like guys please i'm meeting the band this is for them this is a gift please just let me bring this food in here and they're like oh yeah yeah okay and i gave it to them and i was just like chatting and i mostly chatted to i kind of regretted a little bit but it was kind of hard I mostly chatted to Christina and Andy because the guys were kind of just sitting on a couch across the room doing their own thing, and I didn't want to interrupt them. Mm-hmm. Um, I showed Mackie my tattoo. I've got a big tattoo of his, um, you know, the Dark Adrenaline, the girl, the edition, yep. that one. Yeah, yeah. I so I got a tattoo of that, which I showed him. I showed all the band. They all thought it was awesome. Don't know what they said, but Christina said to him something in Italian, oh, come look at this, come look at this, something along those lines. But, yeah, I just mostly chatted to them about how much I appreciate them, how much I love their music. They've helped me through some really dark times. 
asked them if there was any chance to play Ghost Woman and the Hunter. They said, we would love to, but unfortunately we don't know what kind of crowd we're dealing with. We're not here often enough. People could get bored or they won't understand it. They won't know it, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But they were like really laid back people and I was happy and I believe it's a very strong coincidence because as soon as they moved from Australia, they went to Europe, I believe, and Ghost Woman and the Hunter got put on the playlist. So there I was like, so you, you I did feel a good like thing. I, sparked, I sparked something there. Yeah, you did, you did a good thing. <laughs> yeah, that was something Christina agreed with me. She said I would love to play these songs, but people just wouldn't get it here. So I think I did something good there, which, yeah, that that was a proud moment for me. And how was the show? Brilliant. They were really good. I was second or third from the front. Okay. I would have loved to be at the front, but I had to do the meet and greet during the support acts. So I was very lucky to be able to actually push back in yeah. and get to where I was. Um, and then I messaged them the next day and I said, guys, I had an amazing time. Thank you so much. How are the Tim Tams? And Andy goes, we'll eat them for breakfast. (laughs) And I thought, yeah, typical Italians eating chocolate for breakfast. (laughs) But they, they were very, very nice. The show was amazing. It had pretty decent set. I can't remember it from memory, but... It was like a really good set. It had a bit of everything. Um, House of Shame was very last. That was awesome because there was like a big pit going on, people pushing and shoving. I just like jumped in there, had a really good time. And then unfortunately they were rushed by their promotion team, so they kind of got pushed out pretty quickly. I know overseas they kind of hang around with their van and stuff, but... That didn't happen. It, it was very, very rushed. Yeah, it typically depends on what the next journey is. Like if it's a, if they've only got a short journey, say they're staying in country and it's a small country like England, uh, and they just they can typically get what they call bus call at about two a.m. and then they drive to the next place, right? Uh, yeah. I don't know what the the plans were after the show that you were at, but if they had to get to a hotel and then get get a flight or you know they go, go further yeah. afield, then that usually means they have to go straight away. So it makes things really quick. They would have gone on a plane because driving from state to state's quite. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Melbourne to the next time, which was Sydney, was about. I think it's like an eight hour trip, so yeah. it would have been a lot of pressure for them to get out of there. But I was just so mind blown that i even got to just talk to them like it was such a highlight honestly they're the most down-to-earth people so many bands wouldn't take that time of day but christina just kept hugging me and saying thank you thank you thank you and it was just yeah it was a really really nice time meeting them that's amazing. How about that? So the next show is going to have to go a long way to meet to to get itself to, or it's going to have to go a long way to uh, meet those high standards, isn't it? You, know, you get to see the band, right. get to meet. Yeah, the band. I don't think anything's going to top that first time. But I'm just so lucky it all happened the first time, like winning that competition and stuff, because like it's such a rare chance. Yeah, absolutely. But um. I feel like because of the whole COVID thing and having to cancel download, I know that they'll be back. Yes. So I'm not I'm not too disheartened. I know they'll be back as soon as they're allowed to. Like exactly. they'll come. 
yeah so yeah. they're very they're very big on you know saying that you know they've been very vocal they make it very clear that they they will be returning to the different territories once once it, the world gets back to whatever normal looks like exactly. when this is over and they love australia they've told me that many times and I did a little cheeky Facebook message to Andy and I said, look, this really sucks. I'm not disappointed it's out of your hands that you've had to cancel, but any plans of coming back? And he said, we're already trying to work on it. So yeah, it'll happen. Good stuff. Well, Jacob, it's been brilliant talking to you. I love your stories. It's fantastic. Um, I've got a question which I ask everybody that comes on the podcast, which you probably know is coming because I know you've been listening to us. Um, So what does being a Lacuna Core fan mean to you, sir? Mostly it just gets me through tough times, to be honest. Um, I've only been to one show, so I can't say much about the community, but the online community is very amazing, very friendly, very supportive. But mostly to me, just being able to appreciate something that's so special to me and gets me through a lot of dark times, that, that would probably be my answer. And I think that's a really good answer because it's, it's, we're in pretty dark times at the moment. So we need something, don't we, a bit existential that can help us. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And even having a shit day, you're driving along, just put on Lacuna Coil, everything's good to go. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Jacob, it's br- brilliant talking to you. Thank you so much for joining us. And you're welcome back anytime. It took us a long time to get this together, but we did it. <laughs> yeah, only got there in the end thank you very much for giving me the opportunity Uh, you're more than welcome my friend you're more than welcome you look after yourself and stay safe and hopefully we'll speak to you again soon thank you jacob once again for taking time out of your day to speak to us here on the empty spiral podcast it was an absolute pleasure chatting with you I hope we get a chance to do it again soon. I know it took a lot of arranging because of the difference in time zones, but we got there in the end and it was good for a giggle. So look after yourself, stay safe and speak to you soon, my friend. Anyway, that brings us on to our review this week. Uh, we are one away from the special ending of the special edition of Black Anima. And this week we are starting with the uh, extra song that comes as part of the special edition, the second of the three, Through the Flames. And I believe, guys, it's me to go first, isn't it? Indeed. All right, where to start with Through the Flames? Hmm. Well, start at the beginning, I suppose. It opens with that slow guitar, which, soon as I heard it, I thought, "Wow, this is a trip back in time." Because straight off, I was taken way, way back to right at the beginnings, or right to the beginning, I should say, of Lacuna Core's musical journey. And I mean, I mean, really, right at the beginnings, because it actually reminded me. Of Shallow End, which I mentioned earlier, off of the Ethereal EP. Uh, I've subsequently listened again to that, and it's not quite the same, but there are definite um, definite similarities between the two. You've got 
growl vocals from Andrea, you've got the down tune to get sort of the deep guitars, I don't know they're down tuned, but they're certain, I don't, I'm not familiar enough with music to know whether that's the case, but they're certainly very doom like in there. Um, growls from him, strong backing vocals from Christina, which then switches round. Yeah, for me, this has got a real kind of early lacuna call doom metal feel about it. It t- ties back to the, the, or links back, I should say, to the, their influences at the, at the beginning of their career. So like a kind of typo negative, the, the earlier Paradise Lost, that kind of thing. Um, that's what it feels like. You've got the lyrics in this, um, I think, are sublime. And we've said it before, the lyrics on Black Anima are just consistently good. And these don't let us down. You've got some great lines in there from the initial verse where you've got Andrea talking about a spark of light ignites the fire, your rise to be divine, let this clean cleanse your soul. And then you've got the um the chorus from Christina, face me, I need you to understand, lit the flame, uh let this be the end, etc. And um it, you've also got that um a really good uh, sort of a break from her where she raises the tone and actually brings us into a much lighter song at this bit where she kind of lifts us up with now the sun is coming down the gates of dusk are waiting for us please remember it remember me i know it is too late but promise you will spread the ashes of our past this is a, a song about cleansing one's soul um fire being the an obvious uh metaphor for that cleansing for we know that fire does clean as well as burn burn away one's past sins perhaps or bring someone to a, a new place i mean even mentions the demons you hear have eternal life let them burn in your blood the deeper they go the darker it gets so it's a really case of releasing yourself from that darkness and and facing up to that i think that's that inner voice going face me face me uh, i need you to understand you know there's some real st- really strong stuff in here in terms of lyrics really excellent poetry really good use of imagery which i, I think is fantastic after we get that lighter piece from christina we've got a really very measured and deep guitar solo one of my favorites of the album actually you know again it it reminds me of um not necessarily guitar solos because they were few and far between if we go back to lacuna core's earlier career but certainly reminds me of some of the kind of inner reverie type uh, guitar work we would see um which i think is fantastic really really strong in that sense real depth a real a nostalgic um vibe for me and really respectful uh, again i've said it a few times in danger of becoming a cliche but black anima feels like an album that's 20 years in the making and i think this is one of those songs that takes us way way back in the cooler curls career uh, to those early days those doomier days those darker days those days where there were oblique lyrics etc um i really like this song I really like it. It's not as necessarily a standout song, but that I, I think is because the album itself is so strong. I can see why it ended up on the on the special edition. I think it maybe is a little bit more obscure and not quite so uh, uh, accessible as some of the other songs. But anybody who's been into Lacuna Call for 20 years can't help but appreciate this song, I think. Um, and of course, it's one of the longest on the albums at five minute twenty nine seconds, which is makes it second to only Venefitium. So it's a really, you know, it takes its time to build up, and it really feels like an old school, old school song that's been given a new kind of lease of life, um, and fits well on what is a very diverse album for the band. So yeah, big fan of this. Russ, what do you think of uh, Through the Flames? Boom. 
you've pretty much covered all bases there. You've taken literally my notes right out of my mouth. <laughs> um, so it's good to see we're on the same wavelength. Yeah, same. I mean, listening to it, it's probably one that I haven't paid as much attention to as I should have done. But I sort of sat and listened to it, you know, five or six times today, really, really concentrating on it. And the first thing in my notes is exactly what you said from the very opening of the song it's very reminiscent of very very early lc in terms of the first ep maybe even sooner with the demos like you said and there's something about this that reminds me of you know songs like you know this is my dream they're very poetic um it's sort of a blend stylistically of that very first ep and coma lies with the way that some of the guitars and the the synths sound it's probably one of andrea's heaviest vocal performances when he does that really really deep growl which like you say goes back to the early influences of you know early day paradise lost and it's kind of complemented by that enchanting vocal performance by christina um the good thing that i like about this song there's nothing that could be described as sort of formulaic. It's not radio rock. This is straightforward, original LC. And as I say, from someone, you know, a group of guys here that's been listening to the band for the best part of, you know, 20 years, um, it's really, really cool to hear a song like this come out in, you know, 2019 that harks all the way back to 97. It's still new. It's still fresh but it sounds like those original batches of songs. And I think that's the strength in it. Um, I'm a big, big fan of the song. And I think like you mentioned as well, perhaps the only reason why this is a bonus track anywhere else, I don't think it is a bonus track because it's a really, really strong song. It's a great song, but in the context of Black Anima, whilst the lyrics fit, it's very, very dark um, and gothic, like I mentioned. Lyrically, it fits musically. I don't think it necessarily goes with the songs that fit on Black Anima between Anima Nera to the song Black Anima. I think that's its own little concept, its own little world. All the songs kind of go together. I think this one stands on its own as something completely different and original. Mm-hmm. And like you mentioned, that solo from Diego is probably my favourite solo he's done so far on a, on a Lacuna track. So, yeah, I'm a big fan of the, the spirit and the vibe of this song. Cool. Well, well said, mate. Mike, what about you? What do you think of this song? Uh, amazing. I think you've you both covered exactly what I've written down and the whole roller coaster of emotion that goes into it from start to finish. And yeah, it's a hidden gem on there as a bonus track that as well as it doesn't fit with everything else on there, it's got to uh, be standing up there with its own merits and mm. everything that links into the past as well as into the future mixing in, like Russell's already mentioned, elements of coma lies, but then going back, jolting even further to uh, the uh, the the actual beginning. So, yeah, uh, big thumbs up from me. I think it's a hidden gem that shouldn't be uh, ignored. And if you haven't got the bonus tracks, um, go out and get them. Yeah, yeah, no, I totally agree with that final statement, for sure. For sure. I think this is the one that Richard said last week in the interview that he would love to play it live. I can't ever imagine this song being played live mm-hmm. in today's kind of lacuna core shows. It'd be really obscure to you know step out of this one. It, you know, it'd be like a it would like be, be going to a doom metal show. Do you know what I mean? It would completely yeah, yeah. strip out because it's got very little in the way of energy into it. I think. 
um, with the exception of that up, uplifting part of Christina, and then, as you say, Russ Diego's um, instrumental. Um, everything else is really low energy, and I can't imagine them playing this live. Crowd killer. Yeah, it would. Or, yeah, it would be. A... But, but just imagine, right? This is the setting, right? They come out, they play this in the dark. Wolfie's got his smoke and his strobe going, and that's all you get. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, it would be. It would be. I should start with it, and then when everybody else is standing there stunned, and half the audience are going, "What yeah, the fuck was that?" The <laughs> yeah. And 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 then um, they rock up with something a bit, and and they could even say, "This is from our first demo." <laughs> Yeah. Hilarious, wouldn't it? People were like, was that frozen feeling? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. So, in terms of numbers, then I think I'm going to give this. Oh, I don't know. I don't want to give it an eight out of ten or an eight and a half out of ten. I think I, it's very easy for me to knock it back a little bit because it's 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 not as you say, guys. It's not in the album. It's a, it's an out of time song, right? It feels like they've gone back. To the late nineties, early two thousands, grab plucked a song and then dragged it forward to twenty nineteen, twenty twenty, whatever. Um, so it'd be really easy for me to knock it down, but I'm not going to do that. I think on, on its own, uh, on its merits, the lyrics are great, the vocal performances are great, the music's great, the, the guitar solo is especially great. My dog is barking. Uh, I'm going to give this eight and a half out of ten. What about you, Russ? What are you going to give it? Boom. Again, completely agree, 100% same wavelength. Eight and a half out of ten for all the same reasons. Cool, cool, cool. All right, what about you, Mike? And I will be the same. Consistency is there key. All right. <laughs> Eight and a half out of ten, all right. We were aligning ourselves, Guy. We did the same thing last week, pretty much. So be interested to see what the last song, when we get to it, comes out as. Right, so great stuff through the flames uh, no reason not to give this one really top marks because it's a fantastic go and listen to it if it's not one that's been on your radar or you've been listening to the, the rest of black Hammer, i think you deserve to check it out once more We're at a close this week on the Empty Spiral podcast. Uh, it's been a roller coaster ride again. We're still at home. When we'll get out, no one knows. But I kind of don't care. I'm getting used to chilling out with my friends online. I think I feel like I've spoken to more people online than I do in real life, actually. It's almost yeah. like the rest of the world has realised the only way to get in contact with people is to actually embrace this technology that we all have and most ignore. So people are getting back into that, which is great. Uh, if you want to reach out to us, of course, you can do so really easily. Uh, we're over, of course, at emptyspiral.net. So you can leave a comment there or you can send us an email. Uh, there's links on the on the page. You can connect with us via Facebook, of course. Uh, all the links are on the front, front of emptyspiral.net and, of course, on Twitter. Um, we're not on TikTok. Don't, I don't even know what that is, to be honest. TikTok or Twitch? Twitch. I've, I do Twitch, but it's only most, mostly for games. We're not on Twitch yet. Maybe we should do a Twitch thing one day. I don't know. Twitch live stream. We'll live stream the podcast. I'm sure we'd get zero watchers, <laughs> but there we go. Um, <laughs> we're also, we've got a Discord channel, which will see the link on the front page of the Antispire website. And you can, it's the top right hand corner, you can connect. So if you're into Discord, whether through 
gaming music or one of your other hobbies and do do jump in on there and join the conversation so you've really got no excuses for reaching out to us uh, and if you want to come on the podcast then just say you do uh it's not just members of the band crew management and anybody else related to the professional kind of side of lacuna Coil that is welcome on the empty spiral podcast we are first and foremost fans of the band and that means that like well that means we want everybody on here including fellow fans that are quite prepared to tell us their experiences um, and how they got into the band and their favorite songs you know the drill you've heard it before anyway that's me run out of breath it took took time um i'm gonna what am i gonna do today i think i'm gonna watch some netflix actually i've had a few friends recommend some things to me i'm gonna go and check them out chill out and uh, i'm gonna listen to some more lacuna coil so guys what are you gonna do mike what are you up to for the rest of the day how are you gonna chill out i'm uh currently walking to Aritorium. that's now opening for uh collection only so that's what i'm about to eat there we go takeaway italian for mike uh and what about you russ Nice. I'm jealous now. I've got to ask Mike, is it pasta or are you getting a pizza? Uh, pizza. Oh, you bastard. That makes me really hungry now. <laughs> I'm ribs to start. Oh, oh my so, God. No. I will be listening to the very first of Lacuna Coil EPs on vinyl. So, um, yeah, check back next week and I'm sure we can all discuss our feelings on that. Good idea. Let's make that happen. Mike, get those finals. Chase up the post yes. or whatever it is you need to do. <laughs> right, guys. <Tomorrow>. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, have a great time. Remember, everybody, no matter where you are in the world, do two things for us. Promise us this. that One, you'll stay safe. And two, that you'll listen to more Lacuna Call. Speak to you soon. Cheers, Cheers everyone.